Packers Daily with Jason Martinez. All right, here it is, a Friday, August 20th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. The countdown continues. We are down to just 56 gate. We are down to just 56 days until the Flyers will drop the puck on the 2021-22 season against the Vancouver Canucks. I know it's getting annoying, and I'm counting down the days literally until the season gets here, but I am so ready for hockey. We're at this period of time right now. I was talking about this on my radio show yesterday. But we're at this period of time right now where the NHL, the Cup's been handed out and all the the circumstance of the offseason, free agency, draft, expansion draft this offseason, it's all in the rear view. We're in this quiet period and we're just waiting for the season to get here. And all we have is preseason football, which is leaves a lot to be desired. Preseason sports always do. And we have baseball. And I need more. <laughs> it's just the way I am. I'm wired to need more, and I need more. We're getting closer and closer to Flyers Rookie Camp, which is going to start at the very end of this month, which is not that far off. And then we're going to go into captain skates in September, into training camp, into the preseason in the NHL, which will be here, and we'll be thankful it's here because it means the regular season is just around the corner. So we're getting closer. We're inching our way towards it, and we want to see – all of these changes that have taken place this offseason, we want to see them on the ice. We want to see Ryan Ellis on that top pairing with Ivan Provorov. We want to see that physical presence of Rasmus Ristolainen along with Travis Sanheim on the second pairing defense. We want to see Keith Yandel and how he is on the power play quarterbacking it on this team. We want to see Cam Atkinson and how... That could benefit a player like Claude Giroux setting up a guy that's a good, good, real good goal scorer like Cam Atkinson. We want to see all of these things. There's so many elements. Plus, we want to see Oscar Limblom with a normal offseason, not coming off battling cancer. We want to see all these different elements and how they're going to shape our fall, winter, and spring. There's a lot on the line. We're coming off a very disappointing season, and we've been in this spin cycle of playoffs one year, no playoffs the next. So we're hoping the team not only gets into the playoffs, can do some damage, have a fun, good season, a team that forges a good organic identity and a positive one, and we all move in the right direction. And to me, that can't get here soon enough. Now, I talked about all those changes on the ice. There's been a lot of changes off the ice as well. A lot of changes behind the scenes to help what we see on the ice. Now, one of the changes that happened, we talked to Jason Smith the other day, going to be an assistant coach with the Lehigh Valley Phantoms on Ian LaPerriere's staff. Of course, Ian LaPerriere goes from a Flyers assistant coach to the head coach at the Phantoms. That void needed to be filled. There comes Daryl Williams, who worked with Elaine Vigneault in both Vancouver and with the New York Rangers, and he joined the team uh, as an assistant coach on the staff this year. So, Let's speak to Daryl Williams right now. He joins us on Flyers Daily. Daryl, how you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. How, how you doing? I'm I'm doing good, but uh, I'm starting to itch for hockey. I'm tired of the humidity and, and all that stuff, and there's so much going on around the league right now. Uh, but you are uh, coming here to Philadelphia. Uh, how did the relationship between you and AV begin? Because I know you've worked with them on, on several stops so far. Yeah, you know what? It, it happened. Uh, oh, I... I Way back in Vancouver, I, I met with A.B. at a draft in Ottawa 
and uh, it was the first time we'd spoken to each other and kind of did a little interview for the job and uh, and got the job. And, uh, you know, uh, I guess the rest is history. We've been together uh, nine years, uh, uh, five years with the Canucks and uh, four years with the Rangers and uh, now starting a new chapter, I guess. What is it about uh, the relationship and, you know, the professional, you guys working with each other that just makes it work in your opinion? You know what? We just we just kind of understand each other. Uh, you know, right from the beginning, he was very uh, uh, clear on what he needed or, or what he wanted uh, from me, and I was able to give him that. And it's just kind of been something that uh, we've been able to work. I, I kind of understand him. I understand his personality. I, I know how he coaches. Uh, I think he he gets the same from me. He kind of understands what I do and, and what I can bring to the table. And uh, we just kind of, you know, uh, I guess, read off each other and feed off each other. And it, it's been a very good relationship. Is it were you, uh, a situation where you guys think the game the same way as well? Uh, I think when you're around somebody enough, then your ideas, I mean, some of your ideas are the same. But I, I do think that it, it's, it works because we challenge each other also. It's not, uh, it's not that we're programmed to be the same person or coaching the same styles or have the same ideas. I think it's... It's the ability that we respect each other enough that we can float ideas off each other. And, and uh, you know, whether it's changes or keeping things status quo or, or you know, it's a, it's a video decision or a player personnel decision. I, I just think that it, we're able to discuss things and, and uh, you know, kind of, I guess, work off each other to come to the, the you know, the best uh, solution. As a guy that's coached uh, at the National Hockey League level, uh, with, along with Lane Vigneault and also... You know, you played in the AHL, you played in the IHL, uh, you coached in the coast um, most recently. Was it? What is it about that's most appealing about coaching at the NHL level? It's the best league in the world, and it's not on buses. <laughs> Obviously, you know, accommodations are better, but just from a hockey standpoint, what is it about the NHL that you enjoy the most? You know what? It, it's the. I think it's the level. Uh, it's like you said. It's the the elite of the elite, and and. Uh, you know, it's the, it's, it's the players, uh, it's the approach uh, by the staff, by the management, but it's the players being able to work with players of that caliber uh, to be able to explain stuff and uh, go out and teach and, and see how you can make them even uh, better players uh, so that you can all come together, you know, collectively to, to go toward one goal. And, and, you know, I think coaching is very rewarding working at any level. But when you get the opportunity to work with those those top players and top coaches and top management staffs, uh, it's it's a continual learning. Uh, but it's just that you know you're you're at the I guess the peak or uh, the the top league and and you're getting the top players. So it just makes it very exciting to work with those guys. Uh, you know, yeah, it's, when you can they can do things and think the game at such a high level. When did you know you wanted to get into coaching? Cause like I mentioned, you, you know, you played, you got, you got to the NHL, you played a lot in the AHL and you played in the independent league or the, the international hockey league. And you had a long career. When did you know that maybe, Hey, when I'm done playing, uh, this coaching thing is something I definitely want to get into. You know what? I think it was something that was kind of maybe brought up with me when I was even in, in minor hockey starting. My dad always coached me. He coached me all the way up through. And uh, I think I just kind of got an understanding from him, watching him, what he would do. And, 
and uh, and how he was able to, you know, I, I guess teach us to become better hockey players. And as I went through my career, uh, toward the end of my career, you know, I, I started to think about uh, about it a little bit more, and you know, if that was something that I I wanted to happen. And and the way that it worked, it, as it happened, I was with the Long Beach Ice Dogs, and I had a, a neck injury that kind of ended my playing career, and an assistant coaching position became available on our team. And uh, John Van Boxbear uh, hired me as an assistant coach the following year and uh, just kind of went from there. But it, but it was something that I was, you know, kind of thinking about as, as time was progressing that I would be very interested in. And when the opportunity opened up, uh, it, it's just kind of gone from there. And I've, uh, I've enjoyed every minute of it. And it's a way to stay in the game. And, and you know, the locker room, all the the elements of the game are still there coaching, aren't they? Yeah, they are. It's, I mean, it's it, to be able to, I guess, once you're part of any team sport and to be able to be part of that group, uh, it, it's very exciting all the time. And, and you know, the, in the sports world, as we all know, you get day-to-day feedback of everything that's happening, and that's very exciting. And the camaraderie that you build, the friendships that you build with all the different players – and as a coach, it's a little bit different. You're not, you know, you're not hanging out with the players and doing all that stuff, but you still get that ability to be able to, to, uh, I guess, mingle, get to know the players, talk hockey with them, uh, you know, help, help, like I said before, help them become better hockey players and help us come uh, become a better hockey team, but also be able to sit down in the coach's room and discuss, you know, different tactics, discuss different teams, uh, you know, and different players and, and to be able to do that. And that's, you know, it's always been a passion right from when I was a kid and I played and it, it's still a, a huge passion for me right now. And it feeds the competitive juices too. <laughs> it certainly does. <laughs> and, and that's one of the things too, you know, when you get done playing, that's one of the, the elements that's hard is you're used to battling for something. And, and when you're coaching, you, you still got skin in the game. Uh, what do you know about Philadelphia? You know what I, I you know just just uh, from being in Philadelphia I, I I've really enjoyed my time in the city uh, as far as uh, you know getting getting a chance to go out and eat at some of the restaurants and go see some of the uh, the different things that Philadelphia has the op has to offer uh, you know looking at the franchise I mean obviously it, it's uh, you know, I I'll say when I was very young, I I loved the Broad Street Bullies. I I watched when they won the Stanley Cups and and uh, was always excited about the Flyers organization. Uh, and uh, you know, it, it's it's going to be very exciting to come in and be part of that. You know, one of the things <laughs> you you're it just gets announced this week that you know you're joining the coaching staff and. It happens to be a very busy week around the NHL. Chuck Fletcher makes the acquisition of uh, Ryan Ellis, and we have the expansion draft and the NHL entry draft coming, and then free agencies around the <laughs> yeah. corner. Boy, there's a lot going on right now, right? Yeah, there is. It's 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 uh, a ton of things going on right now, and I guess you know with the, with the shortened off season, uh, things are getting packed in there. But yeah, you know it's very exciting with Seattle coming into the league, obviously, and. And uh, creating another franchise, but it you know it, it it adds that extra element of the expansion draft and and followed up by all the all the normal things. So it is it's very uh, very busy right now. What uh what's in what's in store for the rest of your summer? When do you come to town? Uh, some fishing in up in uh, Newfoundland. How do you spend the rest of the summer to kind of uh, get ready and and completely recharge and be ready to go for what's the grind of the eighty two? 
Yeah, you know what? It, it's uh, I still got a little bit of time here to enjoy, and I, I am a, a huge fisherman. I love going. Uh, we have some unbelievable salmon fishing uh, here in Newfoundland, so I'm hoping to get out and do a little bit of salmon fishing and uh, do a little bit of uh, uh, trout fishing here at, here in the island also. Uh, so I'll try to get a little bit of that in. But now I'm I'm switching gears into uh, it's time to find a place and and yeah. <laughs> uh, get my stuff moved down there and get settled before the season uh, jumps out and and uh, be be ready when the season starts. Well, I, I, everybody's really chomping at the bit to get back to not only normal with an 82-game schedule and everything that comes with it, but, uh, uh, you know, you're moving into this coaching staff and, uh, you know, big things ahead for the Flyers. And we'll see what Chuck Fletcher is also able to accomplish this offseason. He's off to a great start with Ryan Ellis. Daryl, we appreciate the time, and we'll, we'll definitely be talking this season. And uh, best of luck with all the, you know, the logistics of moving uh, and getting your roots put in down here and, and what's going to be very, a very exciting season for the Flyers. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Jason. Thanks to Daryl Williams for joining us on this episode of Flyers Daily. He'll be on the bench for the Philadelphia Flyers this season. We'll see if those changes behind the scenes have a positive impact on this team as well. A lot of changes this offseason, and uh, we'll see how it all plays out on the 200 by 85 when the season starts in just 56 days. Everybody, thanks for listening to this episode of Flyers Daily. We're back Monday with another brand new one for you. In the meantime, have a great weekend, a safe weekend, and we'll talk to you on Monday's Flyers Daily.